Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Just a quick warning with this one. This episode features depictions of domestic, physical and emotional abuse. If you or someone that you know needs help, see our show notes for some links. Let's talk pickup lines. No, let's not get out. Let's talk pickup lines. I, I don't believe in pickup lines. Not uh, so. Has anyone? First of all, has anyone tried one on? On, on you. Oh, look, I've had the standard, you know, did you fall from heaven? You know, heaven must be missing an angel or some kind of bullshit <laughs> yeah. like that. And I'm just like, just all you needed to say was, would you like a drink or have some wings? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're over. Buy me with food. <laughs> are we overcomplicating things with pickup lines? Sometimes I think it is an overcomplication. Yeah. Like a genuine, hey, you know, I've, I've definitely had the what's a girl like you doing in a place like this before. And I'm just like... <laughs> Well, you just diss to the place that I like, so. <laughs> <laughs> can, um, can, can, could you use one? Could you? Could I use one? Use one uh, oh, um, I, look, I tend not to try and open with a weird pun because that's, they get the weird puns once they get to know me. Yes. Yeah, sure. Like that's a, you got to earn them puns. You just don't, I just don't dole them out to anybody. I don't think I've ever like. Sometimes I think about how to approach someone, but it's never a, a gimmicky line. I I agree. Like the, plan your approach, but don't come off as a sleaze. I the, guess the pickup line is I'm pretty negative towards anyway as an idea. Yeah. Um, but it is I've used one before, not as a uh, to, uh, just to get a laugh. The the pickup line itself Look, is funny, and, and I appreciate that because if you can make me laugh, you're already a quarter of the way into me being interested. Yeah. Hey, do you want to come back to my my house and watch porn on my flat screen mirror? <laughs> <laughs> See, it's like something like it's pretty. No, I'm so disappointed in myself for laughing at that. Oh no! Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ghosts of Boyfriends Fast. I'm um I'm Tom Harris. And I'm shaking my head, Lizbeth. Why <laughs> did I laugh so hard at that? That's great. <laughs> it's the worst. Good. You can have that one, anyone at home, free of charge. Uh, what are we doing? We got a guest. We got a guest. So uh, we're the podcast where we talk about past relationships, love gone wrong. That's right. We just trundle down the garden path of romance. And it can be ghosts of boyfriends or ghosts of girlfriends past. Right. We don't discriminate. It's just the ghosts of boyfriends past was a better podcast name and not already a Hollywood movie. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. And um, we do have a guest today. We do. It's a returning guest. <gasps> uh, Long time readers of the show might remember one Alex Smith. Hello, everybody. From it's me. Uh, episodes gone by. Alex and the Christmas Surprise, I believe yes, it was called. Yes, that's right. It um, was one of our very rare 
lovely episodes. Maybe that the I only one. Maybe the bathed only one. <laughs> in a bucket for most of it. <laughs> so, um, the, Alex, as a recap of your first trip here, uh, yeah. that story you told you were it was a, a positive one about how uh, how you sort of over you went over the board in a it was grand, grand gesture. gesture yeah. Let's F-giving. show all of this affection in a surprise, and it was kind of lovely. And I don't like admitting it was kind of lovely because <laughs> love stinks. Um, so Alex is also host of uh, the My Song Suck podcast, which is on the That's Not Canon network. We need to get the plug in because I'm pretty sure we're contractually obliged to. He also performs music as your man, Alex Smith. So you can check check that out. We'll have well. all of that in the show notes. But today we're having a little bit more of a a serious episode. Um, I tried to do us a bit of a, a, a good turn in not really reading a lot of it because I thought that it would be good for it to be authentically told rather than engineered. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so, again, the rules. Don't use a real name. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you have an, do you have an alias? Um, uh, pick a name, I guess. Literally any name. Pick what a about name. a Rachel, have we used Rachel? Yeah, Rachel. Before? Rachel seems to be our close to our default for. Have we used Rachel before? Yeah, once or twice, I think. What about Mel? Mel? Oh, I'm I'm living with Mel now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ra- Rachel Mel. works. Mel. Okay, That's let's right. go with people, Rachel. People know it's not the same Rachel. Okay, so the other thing is that if you at home know, if, if you think you're so clever and you've mm. figured out who Alex is talking about, Armchair don't ruin detectives. the surprise for everybody else because that's mean. And this is we're all here to learn from trauma and. You're, ruin, you're ruining it. Get out. Yeah, we can, we're <laughs> in a public forum. We're trying to keep it as private as possible for people's lives. Yeah. And Alex, please, no threats. Oh, no, I won't. At the end of the episode, you'll see why you're a dick if you tell anyone yeah. <laughs> who oh. it is. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so get ready for a lesson on why you're a dick. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Alex, let's start. Where do you want to situate us to start this, this yeah, particular take story? take us away. Um, well, yeah, I'd like, I'd like to preface... Uh, my my going into the story with uh, I am not out to ruin anybody's life. I recognize it by like I'm obviously keeping her anonymous. Mm-hmm. Um, so this isn't trying to like ruin anybody's life. I just need to talk about a thing that happens. It's a process, and me. you can't you can't put the lid on going. You can never talk about what happened again because some people need to 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 be able to work through yeah issues yeah. trauma. And it's, it's it's not just. Her story it's, and history—it's yours as well. So you're yeah. in, you're entitled to tell your story, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's okay. And I've uh, I've been to many psychs since then, and I recognize all the intricate mechanics that were in play, and I recognize the part I played and the part she played. But uh, I'm just here to tell a story about a thing that happened. But there's no attackiness. Good, great. We mm. love the no attackiness here. Yeah. Uh, so at this point. In the this story, well, basically, <laughs> I was in a very abusive relationship. I'll say that. <laughs> Just throw us in. Yeah. That end. Um, I had made a mistake very early into the relationship that she had used um, to kind of always have something over me. There was always that kind of thing. I was kind of forever making up for that. Um, and when it got to a point where she couldn't really use that over me anymore, like she would just kind of, there would always be something new. There was always some reason that she was able to uh, do whatever. And I recognize the other thing as well is that this was like the best relationship I've ever had as well. And people find that difficult 
to here because they're like, how could it be good? And I just put my difficult face yeah. on right now. Yes, you did. All right, we'll come back to that at the end. That's not important right now. Um, but at this point in the story, we had been broken up for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, was, I was telling my housemate, what, you know, which story should you just last night? She was like, the details aren't always important, so just get to the bed. So basically, uh, we had an argument. We had an argument after a party. Uh, we weren't together at the time. Uh, there were reasons that she was invested in the party going a certain way. The party didn't go the way that she wanted, and then disappointed, she kind of drunkenly sidled up to me, and we started going home together because you know she you know she could fall back on me. Um, we had. Uh, she had asked me to say something to someone, uh, something mean. And I was like, I said it, I said it, look. And I, I showed her my phone and uh, she grabbed my phone and then started scrolling up through the messages to see so the rest. So sorry, she asked you to say something mean to someone. Yeah, uh, she told me to essentially be like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, was this you. on her behalf or on your, to to better your life, did she, she think? She, on her behalf, she okay. had wanted me to say something to someone else. Okay. Um. So I... I said it and she started scrolling through my phone um and then was like what is this you you tried to proposition this person um and i was like well we were apart slash we are still yeah we are apart apart. um and she was like where's the message what did you say and i was like i deleted it because i was scared that you might go through my phone and find it (laughs) which is a red flag in itself that's bad yeah Mm. um but uh the screaming match began and i can't say from where to where we were because then they'll maybe give away where we were and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But uh, she was screaming at me in the street for a long time. We walked through a lot of the city. Was it a drunken screaming affair or was it um, we're, uh, I don't know, we're I think that was, yeah, yeah. All the big fights she had been drinking. She drank a lot. Um, okay. um, I was less drunk as was my thing. I, I was usually kind of more, the gr- more grounded person who would deliver her to places and then she would get drunk and I'd be like, all right, it's time to clear mm-hmm. this up. Let's okay. go home. Um, so we're yelling. Um, this is why I took notes because it's all getting fucking blurry. At some point, I can't remember how, uh, she grabbed my shirt, uh, and bold of me it, in the beginning of the relationship, I've been like, for no real reason, particularly, I just been like, hey, just so you know, if you ever lay hands on me, we're done. Just because I think I've been hearing about. Sorry, you were going to... No, I was just going to say, what prompted you to feel you needed to say that to her? I don't know. I, I can't remember anymore. I think i just been hearing about my past relationships. Uh, well, not my past relationships, friends' past relationships. Right. And, like, they've been in bad situations. And Do you <sighs> think a part of you sort of suspected yeah. with the way that she was acting that that's where that might go? Uh, well, the first month in, there was a big explosive argument. Like, I don't yell at people and I didn't I didn't yell at her but she was like yelling at me and I didn't understand why and like I'd never been spoken to that way and my brain was just like like I think I started kind of laughing because I was just like this is just such a completely inappropriate way to behave this is ridiculous that you think this is okay obviously I didn't say that because that's incredibly diminishing and would make someone angrier Mm -hmm. but I think I was just like okay this isn't a good relationship and I, I think I'd even said like well maybe Maybe this isn't meant to work out, you know, like maybe we shouldn't be together. And then in that argument, she was like, no, I want you to tell me why we should stay together. I want you to say why we should stay together. And I was like, but why would I? I'm saying that we should break up. And she was like, say why we should stay together. Oh, my God. And I was like, I, what? I, it, this would be one of the relationships that just makes me feel like I'm arguing in circles and I just get mm, really dizzy and wheels. don't know mm. what's happening. 
Yeah. I can't remember how, but that argument ended up with us staying together for a long time. Right. <laughs> so home. you're in the street and she's grabbed your shirt. Yes, yes. So I, I, I had said, hey, just so you know, I, I never think you would, but it's now become a staple at the start of all my relationships. Uh, wow. if, if you if you lay hands on me, uh, I'm out because I know it's very easy for the, you know, the frog in boiling water. Uh, so if you do, I'm out. doesn't matter. Um, and we were broken up and I remember, I'll never forget it because it was so perverse because a lot of our relationship was humor and we laughed and she was cracking jokes in the middle of this and she had grabbed my shirt and she was just like, yeah, well, you know, in the words of Voldemort, I can touch you now. And it's like, wow, you know, essentially being like, we're broken up. So now I can lay hands on you, Um, which was upon reflection, quite hectic. But in the time I was just like, Ooh, um, so she ripped my shirt and she ripped my shirts often to the point like every time we had a big fight, she would, that's why if someone grabs my shirt, I'll freak out because uh, she'd always grab my shirts and they'd rip. Uh, and it got to the point where I was like, I don't want to wear my favorite shirts to this party because oh, when we go to no. parties, whenever we go to parties, you get drunk and then we fight and then you rip my favorite shirts. So I stopped wearing shirts. I liked the parties because it was just a given thing Jeez. that my shirt's going to get ruined. Um, but yeah, so she grabbed my shirt, it ripped. Uh, but this was the first time. So I was like, what is happening? And uh I had a history of self-defense and taekwondo, very wanky. And so I kind of got into my, you know, self-defense stance because I was like, I'm being attacked. And she was like, oh, you're going to you're gonna fight me? You're going to do some karate shit? I'm like a little girl. And I was like, oh, oh. so like kind of put my hands no, down. No, that's belittling bullshit. <laughs> yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I was trying to get away from it and my glasses fell off. I dropped my bag. I think when she grabbed me, I dropped my bag and... When I went to pick up my bag, my glasses fell off. And I think she stepped on them. She definitely picked them up and broke them in half. Um, And I was like, oh, why did you do this? Why did you do this? And I went down to pick them up. And then she picked up my bag as well. And it's been a real weird thing because over over at that point, we'd had a lot of... I I call them fights. I'm not an aggressive person. I'll always be like... Please stop. Mm. <laughs> Why yeah, are we yeah. fighting? Um, I I'd never felt like I fought, but I also recognize that I'm the narrator telling my own side of the story. I recognize that I'm hopefully a much better person than I was all those years ago. And I don't doubt the possibility that I communicated ineffectively. And probably I know that I'm very logical and like, this is how I feel. And I can be quite belligerent. And I'm sure that I was behaving in a way that would enrage someone. It was bad communication. I'm not saying I was perfect, but I do feel like I wasn't trying to hurt her. Mm. Um, and the the thing that kind of came up was that she would break my property and I'd always be like that's fine that's my stuff I don't care but if she ever like you know um, I recently moved out so it's not really telling to say where I was geographically to say that I was living with my parents at the time um, and if she would be yelling and my parents had work the next morning I'd be like hey that's not okay because my parents work very hard and you're going to wake them up or like don't break that that's my parents and my parents had paid for this bag and I was like, that's my parents' money. You know, break my glasses all you care, like all you want, but that's my parents' money. Don't break that bag. So we had a bit of a tug of war over the bag and like we ripped the bag. Um, and oh, eventually a passerby walked past and was like, hey man, get away from her. Oh no. And I was like, it's it's okay. It's okay. Like we're, we're fine. And I was trying to deescalate the thing and be like, it's fine. Like, we're okay. And he was like, yeah, well, I've called the cops. So, you know, 
Um, and I've considered going back to that building and getting like maybe the CCTV footage because it was kind of in the stairwell of a building, but like, eh, what's the point? Yeah. Um, but we, it was so weird because we we had she had loud arguments often and we kind of had this agreement of like this is the thing that we do and he was like the cops are coming so we both kind of looked at each other and we called an uber and the uber arrived and we got in the uber before the cops that's good yeah <laughs> good uber <laughs> cops should catch ubers that's, that's alarming yeah. <laughs> Up- upsetting <laughs> uh, but uh we caught an uber to her house i had driven to her house um and we caught uber to her house and i remember i was cradling her in the living room of her share house and after a while she was just like i think you should go and i was like okay okay and then with a little bit of booze still in my system like i don't want to say i drunk drove but probably more than i'd like to be safe with uh and without my glasses i had a very scary gripping the steering wheel drive home at like the early hours of the morning and then the next day i had rehearsal and i didn't know who to tell because i was like if i tell my people then they'll tell me to get out and i don't want to get out because i love her uh uh, so I had an Uber and I told this dude what happened and he was like, don't tell anyone what happened because they're going to hear that and they're going to think, what did he do? He did something. They're not going to believe you. They're going to think that you did something to make her do that. Can mm-hmm. I just say I 100% don't think that? Thank you. <laughs> hearing this story so far. Like, yeah. I know that you acknowledge that you're the one telling the story, but... I don't think there's any excuse to make anybody lay hands on somebody else, no matter what they've done. Even if they've been complete and utter fuckwit, there's no excuse for that. Yeah, I agree. Mm. So, just letting you know, that is not what I think. And Mm. that Uber driver has shit advice. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Um, It's it's kind of lucky that it got to that, because so many times I was like, maybe I was the bad guy. And then every now and then I'm just like, well, this happened. And like, you can't really justify that. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, that that was bad. That was bad. But uh, I got to rehearsal. And they were like, scale of one to ten, how you feeling? I was like, oh, look, probably like a two, to be honest. You oh, know, fucking check-in. Actor <laughs> check-ins when they're like, how are you feeling from one to ten? I'm like, it. actually, my whole fucking life's falling apart right yeah. now, so maybe a point five. I remember I was like, a two, because it can always be worse. Oh. Uh, there's always a one. Um, but, yeah, I, I got mugged last night. I said oh, I got honey. mugged. I told everyone I got mugged, and that was the story. And there are many other stories, but that one seemed uh, like, I guess... A succinct one. There's there's one more like big one that's not as long. So this this story didn't didn't split you up. Didn't end anything. Well, they weren't together oh, true. when this happened. Did this get you back together? I I don't know. I can't I can't logically re- understand how it went from that to us being together for a long time afterwards because we got back together. Oof. I said sorry. <laughs> Ever. She never admitted anything. Wow. Okay. She never admitted to anything that happened. And um, and how much longer did the relationship go on from that the, from this story? Uh, I don't want to say anything that might give away. Yeah, who it sure, might be, please. Uh, but it went for quite a while. Quite a, a while. long time. Okay, so so what was the other story? Did you want to tell the other story? Or yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll blaze through it. Um, Just so that we can address them both as a whole, yeah. rather than yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one one very quick nugget of a story there was a party a female friend of mine leant on my shoulder and some helpful audience member who saw it was like to her was like are you seeing this are you okay with this get out of other people's relationships thank you very much for that by the way uh and she went all quiet and was like hey what's going on and then she was like why don't you take blank home when it was like time to go home and i was like hey what what's going on and it became a full-on domestic in the street 
hand on shirt, shirt, rip, yell, 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 crying, crying, crying. Why is this happening? Let's go home, cuddle, snuggle. The next day was always amazing because it would be pancakes and, you know, sepia tone and the honeymoon phase was always my favorite. But it always (laughs) is after the, after the, after like so many shitty relationships that have been abusive. There's always an overwhelming amount of love and snuggles the next day because it's like the drug that makes you forget. Mm. And uh, you guys, did you ever address the fights? Did you ever uh, talk? So it's just, ha, morning, pancake. She would never, it was always like, you know, I wouldn't have if you didn't blah. Like another super, super quick one. Uh, super quick one. And I only tell it because I think I'm particularly metal in this one. <laughs> uh, we we were driving. She was in the car. She was driving. Um, and we were having an argument. Lol. Standard. Just often arguments. Yeah, it's like, when, um, when were you not having an <laughs> argument? It might be a shorter story. Yeah. Um, and she was having some arguments. She was just like, and I was saying, why can't you just trust me? Just trust the things I'm saying. Like, I love you. Like, I just, please just trust me. And she was like, well, why don't you just trust me? And then started like speeding up, speeding through this red light, sped through a red light and was just like speeding all over the road. Just like looking at me, not looking I'm at sorry, the I'm sorry, explain what my That's face is doing right <laughs> now. I'm <laughs> terrified. Holy. Scary time. And she was like, well, why don't you just trust me? And I was like, because okay. you're unhinged. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right, I trust you, and just like held on to the seat, and was like, "I trust you. This is me trusting you." Yeah. And what was the other option? I don't trust. Yeah. Say I don't trust. Open the you door, Commander. Roll out of the car. Wow. I felt like it was a particularly of all the responses I could have had. I was like, "That was pretty cool." I'd never fucking do it that's, again. That's uh, that's like <laughs> you're completely utterly hardcore, but you shouldn't have had to be that hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> that's yes. bullshit. Of course, we pulled over, and she started crying, and I was like, "It's okay. I love you, babe." Blah blah blah. Um. Yeah. But the, the story, um, so I met up with her. She was like, let's come do trivia at this place. So I was like, okay, let's do it. I meet up with her. Um, the a big thing made very small. The sexual relationship had gotten bad. When we first hooked up, I was like, I think I might be asexual. And she was like, okay, uh, for future reference, don't say that to people because it's really hurtful. And I was like, Excuse okay. me? Yeah. And uh, then we had lots of sex that I didn't want. And then she was doing stuff that she didn't want to do because it would, you know, arouse me because it was stuff I was into. And I was like, you know, I don't really want to have sex. And she'd be like, well, what if I do this? And I'd be like, well, oh, oh, okay. It's a dangerous, not mm. good game to play. Incredibly. And, and just so bad. And she'd be like, it was just, that's a whole thing. And that's fucked up my Sexual head. Sexual compatibility is so important. It's yeah. so important. And, and mm. the willingness to discuss what each another person likes and to take that at face value rather than go, I'm going to you that we can do the thing. Here's mm. me doing all the fancy things. So the validation, like mm. that's just, no. She, she would lie as well. Like she'd say, I don't like when we do this. And I'd be like, okay. And then we'd be having sex and she'd start doing the thing and be like, please don't. You don't be like, no, no, I want to do it. I want to do it. And then <sighs> we'd like, you know, we'd continue. That's just good for mm. nobody. And mm. then afterwards she'd be like, I didn't want to do that. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, fuck. no, no. God damn. Communicate, people. Mm, yep. God damn it. <laughs> We're yeah. going to have to get a, we'll just record our voices. Yeah. Just communicate, communicate, communicate. communicate. Put like, it on a t-shirt, yeah. put it on a tote bag, yeah. communicate. Like that's a whole thing. That's like, awful. Like, yeah. and it's so awful to like, in a relationship where you're both trying to figure out what the other person likes, mm. like it's kind of crap when someone likes something that you don't like, but you don't do it and then make the other person feel guilty that you did it. Mm. Like it's, this was for you. No, it's got to be a, a meeting of the 
hearts and minds. Like it fucked, it fucked me up. It fucked up my ability to trust and like, and that's the thing. So sex was bad because I didn't want to have sex. Well, you'd be fucking second guessing. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Everything. Christ. And of course this person was like yelling at me and like breaking my stuff and like, and also after sex, like almost every time it would be like an a two hour long yelling match until the early hours of the morning about like, you are bad at this. And like, you don't, you know, you don't do this and I want this and blah, blah. And so I was like, okay, when I have sex, I get yelled at. So I don't yeah. want to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's like bad exposure therapy. Yeah. And so long story short, we weren't really having sex because yeah. Uh, so I meet up with her for trivia um, and I don't like trivia. But I did lots of things I didn't like for her, <laughs> like sex. Um, uh, so we met up at this place and I get there and she's there with this guy, this guy who's like, I don't know who this guy is. Did you have a friend come up to you and be like, are you seeing this? <laughs> no, uh, I, I didn't have friends come up to me very much. Actually, my mm. friends were like, yeah, she kind of like just sectioned you off from everyone. Yeah, that's a classic abuser trick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I get up there and she's there with this guy and I'm like, this guy was not part of the plan. Is this just some random guy? Uh, and she's like, this is my friend from this thing. I can't say what. Uh, and they're very flirty. He's not acting as though she and I are dating. She's not acting as though she and I are dating. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. Um, during the course of the evening. By the way, fuck trivia. <laughs> I hate trivia. It's just punishment for not showing shit. Like, for not knowing <laughs> for shit. Not knowing Fuck that. <laughs> it's, if, you, if you don't know shit, trivia is torture. Fuck it. Anyway, that's not related to anything. Um, but yeah, so I was there being shown up by this fucking nerd. <laughs> fucking this guy. Uh, but he was, they were just, he was buying her lots of drinks. And I saw on her phone that she had Tinder. And I was like, hey, lol, lol, lol. We've been dating for a few years. My darling, my dear, yes. why do you have Tinder? And she was like, I was just I, I was just using it as a laugh with the girls. There is never a good excuse <laughs> to have Tinder when you're dating someone else. Yeah. Do you ever get Tinder out, Liz, for a laugh with the girls? Is, is Literally never. Literally never. Literally okay. no. It's never for a laugh. It's always either to look for someone and have other people's advice, but there is never an excuse where I go, you know what's funny? Laughing at people who want to date other people <laughs> and not having any intention of dating any of them myself. So yeah. the possibility is slim yeah. that she was looking at this. Okay. And I, I knew that she was surprisingly good at telling lies like i remember one of the early red flags was i was like oh i have this this chest of stuff at the foot of my bed and i don't want my mom to know what's in it and she's asking what's in it and she was like you could empty it out one day and then have it open and just say ah and then your mom comes in and says what and it's like oh there was a spider in here and then she sees that there's just like clothes in there and then you can lock it up and fill it with stuff and i was like that was it's way too quick to come up way too good a lie <laughs> wow. you're very good at lying yes but then I was like, I love you. And I just ignored it. Um, that's, yeah. not, that's the spirit. That's not, that's, no. <laughs> no, that's not Alex, the spirit. no. But uh, this dude, he was like like going on her phone, on her Instagram to add his details and like uh, talking to guys on Tinder as her and being like, yeah, this would be funny. And like, I guess massive cuck move on my part. Like, lol, 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 please don't <laughs> fucking float with my girlfriend in front oh of me. Uh, but he was pouring his drink into her drink while she was in the bathroom. Eventually, though, as all these stories do, she got so drunk that she dislocated her own thumb because she fell over. As all these stories <laughs> yes. end with thumb dislocation yeah. due to intoxication. She got incredibly drunk. She was too drunk to bed this gentleman. So I took her home um, and she was real fucking mad. At me. This makes like, no sense, Alex. And I, I delivered her home and 
Admittedly, yeah. she was too drunk to fuck somebody else, so I, the boyfriend, took her home. Come that on, you. sentence is a, very wrong. Get you home. Uh, and I was upset because I was like, you guys were flown, and I was bubbling, and there was a tension in the car, uh, and I, I was compulsively eating a crispy M&M fucking chocolate bar. Not relevant, but like I haven't eaten one Delicious since. and relevant, <laughs> I say. Because I remember she was just like, Oh, you told me that you eat compulsively when you're feeling stressed, so you're doing this to like show me that you're stressed. I get it. I was just like, I'm just trying to. I'm just coping. (laughs) This is my serotonin fix. So we go into the house, and it became. Oh, before we go into the house, we were just yelling, or rather, she was yelling, and her eyes were bulging out of her head, and the spit was flying, and there was something about that moment where the lamp light was. It just kind of went slow motion. I was just like, this is never going to fucking get better. She's just pissed all the time like nothing i can do she's always gonna be fucking mad at me and we went inside she was yelling and i was like my darling dear something something uh, i broached the topic of it makes when you have tinder on your phone and openly flirt with the sky it makes me feel bad but probably in less eloquent words and yeah. she was very drunk not the best time for the conversation. I admit that. We should have done Look, one more also. It's when you get to pressure cook a situation, there is no best time. The conversation yeah. just needs to be had. Uh, she started to say that we're not dating you and I. And we were dating. But she was like, you're just a friend. If we don't have sex, what are we? What are we? You're just a friend. I should be able to fuck other people. And like, f- mate, Fine. That's a conversation you have. Absolutely. You talk about that. You don't <laughs> start doing it. Communicate. Um, and then there's a gap in my memory. And my my mom called me upstairs. Uh, because apparently... What that did was, your parents think of all of this domestics? Uh, well, mom thought it was the TV all the time. She just thought it was the TV. And this time she thought it was the TV. But she heard the sound of impact. And then she was she heard me say, blank... Please don't hit me. Oh, shit. And then she was like, Alex. And so I thought I was in trouble because that's just how these things go. They're just like, I heard someone being hit and patriarchy. Oh, um, God. Uh, but I went upstairs and she was like, what the fuck is going on down there? And I was like, it's a funny story. Uh, and she, the person was like, the jig's up. And she ran out into the street and it was 3 a.m. And she was incredibly drunk and she was very small. And I was like, I can't let my baby be alone in the street. She's drunk. It's not safe. So I ran out after her. Alex. <laughs> uh, the, the police told me afterwards, both times, all the times the police were called, they were like, you should just let her go, man. She didn't want you to follow her. She was mad at you. Um, but, you know, let's not talk about the effectiveness of the police on this podcast. Um, so I went after her. Um, and she, she grabbed my shirt again, <laughs> as she did. But uh, this time, I slipped out of it because too many times that she grabbed and ripped my shirt, I slipped out of it like a fish. My glasses flew off into the, the high grass. And um, I remember I ran away around the corner and she was like, that's right, run away like a fat little hard R. Oh. Um, and once I got far enough away, we both just kind of stopped because that's not what we do. I don't leave her. You know, she doesn't push me away. And, like, this is what we do. We argue, but we still love each other. Yeah, but you're fucked. not following the script mm. now. Yeah. She's not in control at this second. So I just kind of walked back towards her because I don't really run away to get away from her. She doesn't really hit me to hurt me. It's so fucked. Um, I got out my phone. Like, we were doing some something. I have photos of me covered in scratches and bruises. I don't know where they came from. Um, 
but I got out my phone because I was like, I want you to know how you act when you drink because you never believe me. I want you to see this. But of course, thank you, Apple. The fucking auto flash came on. So she saw and she instantly switches to like, you know, why are you doing this? Please, <laughs> oh, please. God. And then I feel fucking insane because I watched the footage and I'm like, am I fucking crazy? No, right. this is like gaslight level 100. Like, because yeah, I'm watching fun. the footage and I'm like, I, I want you to see, I want you to see what you're like when you get like this. And she's Baby, like, please just calm why? down. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God. Anyway, so a neighbor comes out. And he's like, you need to get the fuck away from her, man. And I'm like, shirtless, covered in scratches yeah. and bruises. And she's like, get away from me. And I'm like, I recognize fully how this looks. I recognize this entirely. Um, I'm, I'm okay to stay away. Please just make sure that she's okay. She's very drunk. Like, she's very small. She's out alone. Like, I'll stay here, but please just make And she's like, I'm keeping an eye on her. Blah, 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 blah. And then eventually the cops show up because he called the cops. Also, interestingly enough, my dad shows up. My dad's a paramedic. And my mom called my dad and was like, you need to find Alex. He's, he's in the suburb somewhere. You'll find him. It's very loud. <sighs> um, so he rocks up. He takes care of her, starts fix, fixing her dislocated thumb. Um, and they're talking about stuff. The cops are like, what happened? Um, also, in the heat of the moment, political, I rescind my cop comment. The cops were only helpful and nice to me. I'm sorry. Um, they we're, were just like, in a happened? very <laughs> yeah. politically stressful mm. situation at the yeah. moment with the police. So American yes. cops. Yeah. Um, they were like, what happened? Uh, I told them what happened. And uh, I wrote a song about it. The, uh, the, there was a moment where the lights were flashing and I was like, this is it, it's done. Everyone knows now. Everyone knows, the cops know, my dad knows, my mom knows. She's never allowed back in this house. And they were like, can we take her anywhere? Where does she live? And I was like, you can't deliver her to where she lives, but I know someone who knows about this side of her. And I was just like, hey, <laughs> can I send my girlfriend to you? Oh. And So why could she not go home? Uh, it was too far. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't ask, you know, they're not Uber. Yeah, yeah. sure. But, um, and very, very briefly, the next day, she rocked up at my house in the morning. She had walked from where she was to this house all night. Uh, she had no shoes on. She was wearing no underwear. She'd been calling, um, like, Lifeline. Uh, and she was like, you know, please, 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 please take me back. And I was like, I want to. I want to. It's like cutting off a fucking limb. I want to be with you so much. I want to forgive you. I don't hate you. I'm sorry about everything. And it sounds so dumb, but it's like my mom knows now. We can't have a life together if my mom knows what you did. And like you're forbidden from entering my house. This can't work anymore because people know I don't want this to end. And like that was why there was such trouble with closure for so long. So it's like I don't feel like I stood up and was like, no, you can't treat me like this. It was mm, just like sure. someone lift up the car and was just like, oh, no, 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 unplug. You guys, you don't see each other anymore. And yeah, and I, I held her and was like, I don't hate you. Blah, blah, blah. And then <laughs> we were in a situation where she had great power of me for a little too long. Can't explain what it was because then we'll give away what it was. And then it ended finally with a messenger. I was like, hey, are you okay? It, so it sounds like you're upset. I saw your Facebook status and she was just like, whatever, Alex, just stop constantly messaging me. And I said, fine. And then that's the last thing and we ever said to each other. Wow. Right. So when when did you reach the point where you were like, no, fuck you for doing this to me? Or have you not reached that point yet? There was, because I started writing an album about it. Because I was like, I don't want to ruin her life. I just need to 
fucking pull this thorn out. I need to fucking talk about this because I'm going to go and crazy. <laughs> um, and I, I started writing a lot of songs, like a lot, a lot of songs. And some of them were like, fuck you. Mm. Fuck you for what you did. Like, fuck you for using me as a whetstone to improve your life. And now your life's just great. And you just fucking destroyed me. And I just have to continue living, you know? And like, you know, I just, I had my angry point, but it didn't make me feel good. Mm. And no. it didn't, I started thinking about what's the point of this album? What am I going to say? And I was like, I don't want to be angry at her. Because I, I would like to believe with the time I had away from it, I've gotten lots of therapy and I've started working on myself. I'm not about cancel culture. And like when I tell people they're righteously angry on my behalf and they're like, no, she was fucked. But it's like, no, I'm the one who decides whether I forgive her or not. And like, I, I was going to say do. And uh, I, don't, I don't know whether it's going to be that simple. I, I wasn't planning on this podcast just saying that, but like, um, it's not that simple. I like, I'm not about cancel culture. I'd like to believe that the reason that I didn't fucking destroy her life and get cops involved and do all that shit was because I knew what she wanted to do. And I was like, I want you to live your life and be better and have a good life mm. I, because I do care about you. I loved her more than anything. And I know that just hearing these sides of the story, it's hard to believe and no one believes it, but like I did love her. And it's tricky because people are like you're brainwashed if you still love her. And it's like, I recognize that it was the most fucked relationship I've ever had. The highs were also good. Like, this is just saying, this is this is commentary on my shitty relationships. It's like, yeah, she, like, beat me in the street, but at least she texted me back, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, we, we, went on, we went on adventures, you know? We went to yeah. ice cream places, and it's like, you won't even fuck, like, you know? You don't put in any effort to me. And it's kind of a good thing, because it's like, you know, like, I can cop this level of shit. You're not allowed to be this shit unless you're this good, and you're not this good, mm. you know? Like, fucking, we do, you don't make me laugh. So fuck you. You don't get to be rude to me if you don't make me laugh. <laughs> you know? I'll fucking cop a fucking knuckle sandwich, but like, take me to dinner first. Like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, no. you, don't, you don't get to treat me like shit and also not, you know? Like, it's, it's fucked. And also, I recognize that they shouldn't fucking hit me. No. No. Absolutely not. And he, so where I'm coming at it and, and, in the things that I've learnt from, from this story is that I think – okay, let me put my thoughts in order. No, go for it. I think that you – I think that you have a very strong focus on how good or shit she is and you're not allowed to treat me like this if you don't this, but it should be you're not allowed to treat me like this because I mm. – you know, like it's it's the – Knowing your worth yeah. in this situation, that strikes me as being something that's super important. And look, I've never been physically abused, but I've gone through an emotionally abusive relationships where um, they never admitted anything and still to this day think they're right. Yeah. I've been in relationships where I have been cheated on and cheated on and cheated on and cheated on and I kept taking him back because you're like well I love this person and then it's the sunk investment you're like I've put in yeah. so much time and I've already done this so what's a little bit more like if it all works out in the end why not yeah. and so I do know like there was a lot of people who were really fucking confused as to why I would keep taking someone back that was so awful so I can come at this from a place of I get what what you're saying because I've been there and love makes you do shit things like but 
in the last few years of being single, I have found a self-worth that I didn't have before and if somebody were to date me and I found out that they'd cheat on me, there wouldn't be a second chance because I would know that that, that's showing disrespect for me and that that a person who is so willing to make me miserable, it doesn't matter how many times they make me happy – if they're willing to make me miserable and show such disrespect for who I am as a human, I'm better than them. Yeah, the, the yeah. default shouldn't be, you can take me to dinner and then knock me around in the street afterwards. Like, that's earned, not it's, the, like, it's like not like you've, <laughs> you've earned be, your punch tokens today. Yeah, like, yeah, it's the, not. the default should be, don't put hands on me, you, you fool. Yeah. Like, it, that I, don't hurt me, don't and abuse me. And you need to know, and I, and I really hope that um, this is something that, that your therapist is working on with you, that you are inherently valuable as a person and nobody, even if they're a complete garbage human, deserves to be treated like that. Like, And you are A-plus type of human, definitely not garbage human. So I really want you to take away from this that um, – you have self-worth and you shouldn't judge other people's ab- – I'm trying to figure out exactly what I want to say. It's really hard to, to right. put it in order. But it's it's that I think, um, you know, don't let people push you around because they also lift you up. Like mm. you need to be able to fulfill yourself emotionally and once you can fulfill yourself emotionally, you'll realise that other people are bonuses. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sorry, I forgot <laughs> an important part of the story. But it would just sound like tacking it on now. That's okay. That's we all can. right. Um, lessons learned. What did you learn from uh, from this experience? What do What do you reckon? Uh, know when it's over. If you if you make a mistake, end it. Don't try to fix it. If it was if it was that big of a mistake. Also, um, don't be so scared of being alone that you are with someone yes. that mm. is not good for you. It's better to be alone than with someone who doesn't treat you right. And uh, your worth is not defined by what you can give to someone else. So don't seek victims to try and fix them. And, you know, don't find yourself in a situation where you're like oh, constantly giving someone because you don't need to prove that you're worth stuff because you are worth stuff. And yeah. 110%. I what agree. about you, Tom? Um, I'd like to tack on to something Alex said about anger when you were writing songs and you were in, you were anger, angry. Um, I recognize, uh, and then choose. You chose not to be angry. Uh, is sort of the way you said. And uh, I recognize that from. I used to be an angry person. I used to live. Default setting was angry. You know, I was walking to the shops angry, going to work angry, and then one day realizing, no, I don't need to. I don't have to be. That doesn't have to be an option. And being happy. I may. I've just made myself be happy. Yeah. Just a complete mind mindset. So. And anger doesn't get you anywhere. Mm. Uh, uh, being angry at something, you know, all that pent up, it doesn't really get you, it doesn't help you emotionally, it doesn't help you learn as much. Um, so that's probably my little lesson. Yeah. Just latch on to anger. There's more that I want to say, but we're running out of time and I also um, think I want to collect my thoughts. So I might write a little bit of extra and chuck it in the show notes sure, um, that, that's fine. if anybody wants to hear any more of my opinions. Um, I just can't – yeah, I just can't formulate exactly what There's I want to say. I know what I want to say, but I can't figure out how to say it. But, like, 
it always circles back to me that never put your hands on somebody. Um, please don't be afraid to tell somebody and don't think that it's, you know, like if, if, other, if, you, if there's something that's happening in your relationship that other people would say that's not on to, then you should be saying that's not on as yeah. well, I think. There should never be something that you're like, well, if I just don't tell people we can keep this bubble because yeah. if you have to hide it, then obviously you know mm. in your heart of hearts that it's not right and, and you shouldn't allow someone to treat you the way that other people wouldn't allow someone to treat you, really. No, that's very fair. Um, Alex brought a lot of sort of different points uh, to this to this particular episode, and so that's fine. Thank you to so much for, for oh, coming yeah, and thank telling you for, your story. For, we really... For being brave and being open and being honest um, about about yourself and the, and and I the hope situation. That this has helped your process a little bit to just kind of get it out. It has, yeah. I've, um, been, I've been thinking about this one a lot. Yeah, and and just if anybody else is going through anything like that, like please confide in somebody, mm. anybody, anybody, um, and we'll put some some support numbers and stuff like that on the end of the show notes as well. But I think we'll just end it there because there's not much more to say. But thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Um, Tom, yes, it's been no, grand. We'll wrap it up I'm there. not going to burden you with our socials. You know where to find us. <laughs> just find us, find us in the places and we'll speak to you soon. I believe in love. Do you believe in love, Amy? I do, Gina. I also really believe in helicopter dates, bottomless champagne, sparkly cocktail dresses and big-ass red roses. Well, you'll be surprised to hear that we're obsessed with The Bachelor. We will be sharing that obsession with you and discussing all things Bachelor and Bachelorette. We'll be talking about memorable moments, who we think Batchy will choose, and the lessons we learn along the way. So prepare your cheese board, grab the wine, and get overly emotionally attached with us, your hosts, Amy Duro and Gina Schwartz. Love Batchelly. Two gals here for the right reasons. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.